0: everyone, welcome to Curiosity Killed the Cat, where three curious friends, that's that's us, us. I'm Christy, I'm Nash, I'm Yvette, we'll be talking about all things paranormal, supernatural, creepy, spooky, and anything that makes you say, what the f**k? Welcome back to Curiosity Killed the Cat podcast, where we tell you our favorite stories, and you get your weekly dose of creepy. Hey Christy! Hello! Hi, and today, that is is actually not joining us, so you got both of us, me and Chrissy. This is Naye. Christy, yes, you ready? Yes.
1: I am ready. keep doing well, you know, good old 2021, still sitting on my couch, saving lives. Every day, girl. That's the way. That's, that's, you know, we're superheroes now, apparently, sadly. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> Doctors, nurses, trying to give them some time off or... Oh.
1: At least some more space in the hospitals, hopefully. But now that we're, you know, kind of hanging out at home a lot and Richard Ramirez's um, documentary came out, what do you think, girl?
0: Oh, my God. I should have had a, a whole list of things for you, but I will say there was a lot of things on the documentary. Well, first of all, I loved the documentary. It was really good. Yeah, I thought it explained everything really well. And even me that I was you know I know a lot about that story there was a lot of things that I didn't know and I think it's because they've always focused on the adults and Mm -hmm. this part really showed like I didn't know he had victims that you know that were very young like that
1: I didn't either I didn't either at when the first you know adult that was a little girl came up Mm -hmm. I was for a second it really blew my mind I'm because I was like patiently waiting to see what she was going to get at but I, I had no idea. Like, when she said I was six years old, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I did not know. And then it was sad how they... um Well, we don't want to, like, ruin it for people that haven't seen it. Just watch it, guys. If you are it's interested, really- it was good. It was good. It didn't let me down. And it was really creepy. So just beware. Like, I will say, like, when they focus in on his face and they'll like stare at it for like a good few seconds like I kept looking away just because like I didn't want to have a nightmare of his face or like think about like have his his face in my head too long you know
0: imagine waking up to that face fuck no
1: did you feel that way at all though like when they would zoom in like because there was a few times right where if they like look at his face for like a few good seconds
0: um no I think when I see him I see evil I, but no I don't think I was that intimidated by how he looks oh I did I got you, I was like chilled you were freaking out I know you were telling me you're like should I continue watching it?
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and of course now is like oh it's worth it just keep just stay up till three in the morning it's fine <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah yeah, so if you guys haven't watched it, I really highly, highly recommend it. It It's four episodes on the series, but I highly recommend it. I'll probably watch it again tonight. But it's really good. Really worth it. Um, And it shows a lot of information that, like I said, I wasn't even aware of, and I'm a big fan of the story. So lives
1: and watching a documentary of a crazy-ass fucker.
0: <laughs> With stinky breath. <laughs>
1: for real, isn't that sad? How, well, That's what no, he's No, for. he deserves that, but Um, How he was known for that. And then the Golden State rapist. Was known Mm -hmm. for having a small thingling.
0: He what? Oh I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. That's what they were saying. Like a lot of his victims said like it was small.
0: You didn't know that. Luckily. Christy. I wanted to make sure I shared this with you. And our listeners. Here are some ways that you can help your favorite small business. You can buy some to go. You can get a gift card for you or a friend, leave a tip. You can also fill up one of their sanitizers. A lot of small businesses are having to buy things like sanitizers or masks right out of pocket. So anything helps, but I understand. Everyone may be strapped for cash right now. So other ways that you can help absolutely free are by following them, sharing them on your social media, share them with friends and family sign up for their email or give them a good review always a good review don't leave any bad reviews guys just good reviews uh, yeah, if you're gonna leave a bad review we'll
1: just um keep your sign
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> um um you can I never thought of
1: that girl because some of them even buy masks for like people right. who don't have the masks
0: right yeah you know so- what i might
1: yeah. buy a pack of masks
0: Right. If you know how to sew, you want to buy some masks, you can drop it off at, you know, your favorite small business. Um, You know, anything helps right now for our small businesses. So remember those favorite spots that you are going to visit after COVID. Just help them out right now, you know? Yeah, the small
1: businesses and then the employees in there, like, it may not seem like a big deal, but they are going to work. They are trying to get their paychecks you know they're not just sitting at home being lazy. and a time like this um i don't know if i've shared it but my husband is a grocery store worker so it, mm. it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like a big deal but it they are exposing us like i kind of do live in my bubble at home with my children right and then we have someone that goes to a grocery store daily so you know not to play the pity party i don't you know we we are lucky thank god we have our jobs and he, i'm grateful he has a job because if he was home all day we'd probably be divorced so (laughs) i'm but still yeah be grateful for those employees that show up to work every day and expose themselves to what's going on in the world
0: right right so that always helps yes all right christy so are you ready for today's story just, yes, but really quickly,
1: really quickly, mm-hmm. I saw that on Netflix, there's a new um, series, it's called Surviving Death, have you seen it?
0: No, I've actually only seen, like, the recommendations, but, yeah, it looks really good, it's kind of, is it like near-death experiences, or what is it?
1: That's kind of what it looked like to me, but I'm not going to make it up, I didn't click on it. But okay, so since you haven't seen it, I haven't seen it. I'm not. I think I might have seen it, but I'm not sure. I'm gonna put up a survey. If you guys have seen it, please let us know if you recommend we spend our time yes. on it, yes. or should we move on to seeing something else? All right, <laughs> but, all right. Or should we in do that? Our- no, girl. Back to you and
0: your story. The following episode is intended for mature audience and contains graphic violence nudity, and strong sexual content. Listener discretion is advised. So my story, Christy, begins when a car is driving in the middle of the night and is actually seen by a police officer, two police officers, because the car is weaving side to side drunk driver right here (laughs) from the window yes Yes. so the driver is randy craft now i'm gonna tell you a little bit um i'm gonna start basically my story begins when the car is seen weaving side to side and is stopped by the two officers thinking this guy is drunk driving Mm -hmm. yeah so, the driver is Randy Craft. So, we're going to kind of go back a little bit and tell you who Randy Kraft was. Uh, born in March 19, 1945,
1: at Long Beach. No. And- was he in Aries?
0: Mm, maybe. Maybe?
1: I think he's borderline. Okay.
0: Okay, okay. So, okay. he has a sprinkle of Aries. This.
1: No, I hope not. He's nothing. <laughs>
0: Oh, he was very smart. So maybe because of that part. I'm okay, just kidding.
1: I'll, let it,
0: I'll let it slide. <laughs> let it slide. <laughs> so at three years old, his family moved to Orange County. He excelled in his school, in, in schools from a very young age. He was above average. Um, in high school, uh, he, out of 390 students, he was 10th in his class.
1: Oh, Fifth? wow.
0: In 1963 he graduated from Westminster High School and after that is when he 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 says that he at that time is when he started exploring his more sexual side because this is when he started going into gay bars um but also that this is he was, at night he was going to gay bars and in the and the day he actually went to Claremont Men's College on a full scholarship. Wow.
1: So, so he was, mm, yeah.
0: he was. Mm-hmm. So as a sophomore, he, this was when he had his first gay relationship. His family didn't know he was gay and his family was very um, how do you say that? Very Did consistent. they
1: frown upon it?
0: Well, he didn't tell them for a while that He was gay, but they kind of had their inkling that he was. I feel
1: like you know, I feel like you hear that a lot. Like, parents kind of know whether they call mm-hmm. you a lot feeling,
0: mm-hmm. right? Right. His family was very, very conservative, but you know, he kept it a secret for now. He began oh, picking sorry, up. He began uh, picking up male sex workers at this time at the known pickup spots in Huntington Beach. So he, but in 1963, he picked up thinking it was a male sex worker. He actually picked up a undercover cop. But... <laughs> <Oopsies>. <laughs> but since it was his first time being arrested, he all the charges were dropped, and nothing happened to him. Which I don't know how I feel about that. About certain crimes, you you should it should be charged, even if it's your first time. What yeah, do
1: you think? I well, I, I guess I more serial
0: I- serious crimes, serial. <laughs>
1: With sex workers, I don't know. I, I That's a whole other topic for me. <laughs> <All> <laughs> proceed, right. proceed before we get some hate mail or something. Because <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not against it. But I know it's against the law.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. yeah so, uh, some people think it's okay. Well, we just won't include... But if
1: it's that. like a DUI or rape or like... Yeah, no. Fuck your hand. Slap on the hand the first time. No, you guys should be prosecuted. But.
0: Right. Okay. Yes. So in 1964, he begins working at a bar. At a nightclub. Um, it's actually in a, a... No. In 1964, he begins working as a bartender in a Garden Grove bar. So he... Um, In 1967, he starts having headaches and stomach pains. And because of this, the doctors give him tranquilizers and pain medicine. Mm, I don't
1: know about all that.
0: (laughs) He regularly. Mm. Right. I know. And then on top of that, he regularly mixes it with alcohol.
1: So, well, you know, you gotta wash it down with something,
0: girl. With something. <laughs> <laughs> so, he graduated from college and enlisted in the Air Force. Ooh, go, Randy. Yes. But at this time is when he finally comes out to his family about being gay. So, his fa- his dad, uh, what I've heard is didn't have a very good relationship with him, even from the beginning so him coming out to his family didn't help the cause and his family kind of became very distant after he said he was gay. So they didn't like it. Mm. So he also though be, um, opened up to the Air Force and said he was gay. You know. At-
1: oh, he was really daring.
0: Yeah. So in this time it wasn't very acceptable. And so the Air Force on medical grounds gave him honorable discharge (gasps) Mm -hmm. but he really he thought it was because he came out to his superiors about being gay that they let go right after Mm -hmm. yikes he becomes he became a forklifter operator and at nights he would also be a bartender
1: Oh, that's sad. When you have all that brain, like you can join the Air Force. Clearly, you're not an idiot. And then you get you have to go home and do that. No, not dogging on that. But you don't need like a college degree for either of those.
0: Right? No. And he excelled. He excelled even at like anything he put his mind to he was really good at.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I'm starting to feel bad for the guy.
0: Uh, I don't know about that, but we'll okay, see. We tell me, girl. We'll yeah. see, girl. Uh, All right. So in 1971, he turns around his life, supposedly, and be- wants to now become a teacher. So he starts going to a university. This is where he meets Jeff. So this is, I, I'm thinking this is like his first uh, serious relationship. He says, though, that this Jeff is the one that actually introduces Randy to bondage, threesomes, and drugs.
1: Oh whoa whoa whoa!
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, you do you, a fast lane yeah, girl.
0: <laughs> but Randy <laughs> says that actually, even at this time, all he wanted to do is settle down and have a, like a real relationship. Even like he liked it, but you know he wanted to be in a monogamous relationship. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they move in together, but you know, they only lasted four years in 1975. They break up. So after a year, he meets another Jeff. (laughs) He has a thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, This second guy though, was he met at a party and was much younger than him. He was 19 years old. And at the time, Randy was 29.
1: Okay, so there was what the ten year difference. That's pretty mm-hmm. significant at that age, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we shall see.
0: Randy describes to him himself to be a mentor for Jeff, for the second Jeff, and he <laughs> taught him all you know what he was taught from the first Jeff. You know.
1: Oh, okay. I see what you mean.
0: Mm-hmm. Like all the the bad know.
1: escapades.
0: <laughs> yes. So um, they buy a house in Long Beach, but a year later, they actually, no, they buy a house in Long Beach and he Randy gets a job as a computer tech, I believe, and this job lets him travel a lot. So he travels to Oregon, Michigan, and isn't around very much. So Jeff tells him that he wants Randy to be around more and doesn't like his current job that has him moving around all the time. So in 1982, they split. Okay. Mm -hmm. This brings us all the way back to May 14th in 1983 when the two officers stopped Randy when he was weaving side to side.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, this is where the story started. Yes. All right.
0: All right. So, they put on the lights. Whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they pull him over. But instead of them going to Randy, Randy walks out of the car and walks over to the officers. He walks really funny because he's really drunk. He He's, like, his hair is a mess. His shirt is all, um, like, a... Um, what does you say like like a like a mess like
1: torn up all, maybe out. Okay, yeah, like all wrinkled.
0: Out. yeah all wrinkled um his zipper is down he, and they you know they they realize that he's drunk he smells of alcohol and they do a sobriety test and yeah he's you know he uh, fails the sobriety test and they arrest him we put him in the back in the car now the two officers walk over to Randy's car when they go to his car, they find a young man <gasps> slumped down on the passenger side. Okay. okay, a young man. I mean,
1: I've been in that passenger seat before.
0: Mm, well, at first, I think they... <laughs> more than once, uh, you <laughs>
1: slumped over, yeah, yeah. Maybe I too much. So, at okay. first,
0: they think this guy is drunk, you know, assuming that. Yeah, that's what I
1: would have thought because, like I said, I've been there.
0: But this guy is barefoot. He's and with his um, pants down, he's not responding. And when they touch him, kind of like to move him, he's cold to the touch. (gasps) No, girl. He's dead. Okay. They, they move him over and see that um, he has speechless. bruising. I'm
1: sorry, I should have said something, but I was still speechless.
0: <laughs> <They> <laughs> <see them. laughs> so speechless. They see You're like, you can't say me when I'm
1: speechless. I couldn't even, I wouldn't even come out. Okay, so he's
0: dead. They see he has bruising on his neck. Yeah, like he's been strangled. Oh, shit. And his wrists were bound. Yikes. Mm hmm. So this guy is, you know, now they see this guy is dead. He's later identified as 25-year-old Marine Terry Lee Gramble, stationed on a nearby. What is it
1: called?
0: What is it?
1: a, A military base.
0: Okay. Stationed at a nearby military base.
1: Yikes.
0: They later find out that the well, the friends say that. He was at a party and he was trying to hitchhike a ride back home. Um, in his autopsy, they say that he died of strangulation and his blood showed um, signs of alcohol and also a tranquilizer is what they he had in his blood. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So. Randy.
0: Mm, yes, sir. Don't feel too bad for him because this is where it really begins. So what do they call it? This is Don't the, tell me
1: they give I, him a slap on the hand. And
0: no, let him no, no, no. They actually start looking through the car. Okay. So they look through the car and in the car they find, in the trunk, they find 47 photos of young men who are nude and unconscious or seem to be dead. You know, they don't, they, they assume Dang. they
1: Dang, he was pulling like that Alcala guy. Which one? From freaking, there was also like in Orange County, that other guy, the Al- Alcala I believe was his mm-hmm. last name, and he would photograph all his victims. We mm-hmm. gotta do a story on him because he's local as well. Mm-hmm. And it was like back in the day. Dang, that's crazy. He had pictures of like his victims. Mm-hmm.
0: <gasps> Ay, cochino. <laughs> they also find a briefcase with a weird list. It seems like a encrypted message list. This list contained 61 entries, okay? So this is why Randy is known as the scorecard killer. So the the, the list, Christy, had entries that only Randy would really understand. So for example, um, you know when you go to the grocery and you don't know the name of cucumber? So you, well, you don't know the name of something else. <laughs> like vegetable. What, 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 what
1: would you call it, though, if you didn't know the name of
0: cucumber? Green vegetable. Uh. <laughs> so you would know it as something else, right? That only you would, you know, what you're talking about, right? So, <laughs> so, Randy, his list, um, had these entries um they were actually something like marine drunk overnight shorts or... oh, okay so
1: like he would understand his own like what he would call it right like right right yeah, his own little um I don't know like say red wine but you don't want to like back in the days when I would call red wine and you know I would call it mommy juice but that's what I called exactly. it and I understood what that was
0: exactly exactly so he also had a deodorant what you got instead of names you know mm-hmm. so they arrest Randy and because they found the body they go and search his apartment they gather clothing fibers and they identified that some of the, the pictures of or the people that have been taken pictures are actually taken in randy's apartment because they match up like his furniture to being the background mm-hmm. where the victims where the pictures were taken i see so they put them there so they the detectives use the 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 list to link potential victims and ba- basically randy puts in locations and descriptions on the list and that's how they're able to link it to other victims that you know they have they have recently found now at this time Christy between like 1970 and 1985 a lot of bodies are being found nearby freeways a lot of them like really yeah so at this time is when they start okay we have a, so many victims let's can try and link them up to the list that they currently find
1: yeah because that that's what a 15 year span that that's a that's a lot of years to find bodies near the freeway.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most evidence was thrown out. So Randy walked out of Freeman.
1: Oh my God.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Christy. So most of his crimes are believed to be from 1972 to 1983. I'm going to give you. So something in my research, Christy, that I found to be interesting was one of the podcasts actually broke down um, what the modus of operandi is the difference between the mo of a serial killer and their signature so the way that they described it for example uh, randy's mo was the way he accomplished the crime or the method that he used to accomplish his crime so for example randy was a really small guy he was actually only five feet what yeah he was really short that's how short i am or tall i am <laughs> yeah so he actually but the, his victims were these guys were you know in the in the like in the marines he they were big guys you know they were buff like Damn. that was the his type but his mo is well, we that. we have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> you killed him too, girl. <laughs> Not
1: yet. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Shit, we're both five feet. You no, know, but honestly, okay, I, I know I can throw off the five feet. Like I can, I I can live with that. But I definitely don't wish to five feet on any guy. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, being a man. Yeah, yikes. That had you had have to place. make up
0: somewhere. Yeah, make it up somewhere.
1: I guess so, yeah.
0: That personality, that's what we look for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the MO, his MO was to um get his victims drunk and give them drugs enough to set them to enough to put them unconscious. So that was his MO. But his signature was the was driven by the fantasy that he had or what gave him pleasures. And, and how he was able to act out his fantasies with his victims. is In this case, it would be what Randy actually did to their bodies. So that was his signature. So this is where it kind of gets rough. He would commonly stick socks up the rectum.
1: Oh my God.
0: Objects, even he was known to also... Different objects, you know, and whether it was for his sexual pleasure or not, but he used to do that. He was known to burn his victims in their bodies, but most commonly in one or two of their nipples using the cigarette lighters. Ouch! Not the mm-hmm. nipples. Yes, girl. These are so And this was okay. <laughs> he would sodomize them. He would emasculate them by cutting off their male parts. He would dress them back up, you know, after they were dead, Mm -hmm. and photograph them post mortem. So his type was
1: so. The 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 authorities found like pictures of them already dead.
0: We will. I will tell you. (laughs) (laughs) You and the ghost in your closet yes okay so his type was caucasian male he could be straight or or gay he handsome and like a big strong buff guys that was his type Híjole. Mm-hmm. Ay, ay,
1: ay.
0: he would bound them and use his tranquilizers to drug them he would take pictures of his victims And, um, detectives believe that depending at the time of the murder, depending how his personal relationships were going, like boyfriends at the time, depending if he was like, um, fighting with them or not, is depending how violent he would be with his victims.
1: Oh my god, these poor guys. Mm -hmm. Damn. He was
0: ruthless. So, one, this is the I believe to be the first victim that he had. Um, he, it's, uh, his name is Wayne Joseph Duquette. He's 30 and from Long Beach. I'm
1: so oh, sorry, no, I'm for, sorry for what's coming to you. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> his first victim was believed to be Joseph Alwin. Uh, Bancher, Bancher? And to this victim, he drugged them, sodomized them. Oh. But he didn't kill him. Got away and ran to a nearby bar. Go, and Jonathan. called the police.
1: Tell him. Tell him yeah.
0: He called the police and he let them back to Randy's house. But And the police went into Randy's house.
1: I mean, oh. I'm a... Ass-
0: well, go ahead.
1: We don't want to interrupt you too much, but I'm assuming they had to have let him go. That was his first victim. He let him back to the location... Of the crazy mm-hmm. man,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'm only afraid to know.
0: The victim Joseph said that before he sodomized them, um, Craft um, Randy showed him lewd pictures of men before he actually sodomized them, oh, just man. you know, trying to, yeah, yeah, to um, pretty
1: much torture him,
0: yeah. So he. Went to the, you know, he he was at Randy's home. Uh, The police found evidence. But, 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 the search was done without a warrant. Basically, names of the victims that, uh, you know, uh, detectives were able to link to Randy. So we have on the list, He Randy put him as EDM. Which stood for Edward Daniel Moore. He was twenty years old and a Marine, in stationed at a Camp Pendleton. Mm-hmm. Randy had bitten off his genitals. Oh, strangled shit. him, beaten him to death, redressed him, and threw him off. Pretty much like as passing in the freeway, mm-hmm. threw him out of the car.
1: Okay, so this was because he, strang- he He did the strangling my tongue I'm sorry the tranquilizing you know whatever injection or pill or I don't know how he gave it I mean I'm assuming there's no way a 5 foot man
0: mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. I
1: mean if you're a ninja if you do jujitsu, if you do Krav Maga yeah for sure you know how to get this, this stuff done you know how to like submit somebody but other than that there's no way this guy could have had all these victims just a 5 foot
0: regular Joe right he would get him drunk and give them drugs. Oh,
1: man.
0: Um, How Edward...
1: to be those guys. And oh, then you see the, the person that did it to you, and you're like, that little pinche piojo? Like, it's like a little guy.
0: <laughs> that little, what is that, uh, a plea? Is that a plea? I know. You, you still feeling sorry for him? Oh, no. Mm-hmm.
1: I take him back.
0: So, Edward's body was found off the ramp um, between the 405 and the 605 freeway in Seal Beach, California.
1: Oh, I know where that is.
0: Mm-hmm. He had been dead for three days when his body was found.
1: <gasps> oh, poor Edward.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so now, April 9th, 1973, uh, entry that he had as Airplane Hill Was identified to be Kevin Clark Bailey, 18 years old, sodomized and castrated. Uh, Found in Huntington Beach.
1: He was just ruining everybody.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Parking lot. In 1975, uh, Keith Davin Crockwell, 19 of Long Beach, was mutilated and body parts were scattered. He was found Um, Actually, his head was found Uh May 8th of 1975. And not until October 18th was the rest of his body found, except for his hands, which were never found. Now, the the thing about Randy Girl was when there was a missing part of the body it was never found so we don't really know what he did with that
1: for reals i didn't know they were mm-hmm. missing body parts
0: mhm yeah
1: Licholes, imagine having hand oh no imagine having any body part that's just disgusting
0: <laughs> i know i'm telling you i'm like i have uh like old chicken in my fridge and i'm like ew imagine having human oh, let body let me just
1: parts? move this left hand over to the other side over here <laughs> <laughs>
0: Another entry was um, in 1978. Uh, this entry was called Dart 405, which was Michael Joseph in uh, which was 20, he was 20 years old. He was sodomized. He had an object in the, in his rectum, castrated. He had, um, Randy had, burned off his eyelids with a cigarette lighter and then later suffocated him to death. He was found off the inner inner exchange on the 405 freeway.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my god. How do you think of this shit?
0: <laughs> I don't know, girl. He was I don't
1: know. How do you think? Okay, I twisted, twisted, look, look, this twisted, one, I'm going to take the hands. The next one, I'm going to burn the eyelids. The next one, like, I'm sorry. I guess I'm just yeah. not a serial killer yet.
0: Yeah, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a bit, an entry of DeOrant on September 3rd, 1980. Robert Wyatt Logans, 19, was killed by alcohol poisoning, found by children. Um, police thought that he drank too much. I hate it. It always scars the kids. Right, right. The police thought that this guy actually died of, um, you know, alcohol poisoning, but the reason that they were able to link him was because he was actually found on one of the pictures. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's how they were able to link him on this guy. Um, We have Keith Klingbale, which was he was 23 years old in 1978, He was named Hike Out LB Boots, last seen hitchhiking and found um, at Long Beach um, with a matchbook in his pocket. He was found alive on the I-5 freeway, but the paramedics tried to save him, but he died uh, a couple hours after. He was uh, burned by cigarette lighter and also... He died, I think, because of the alcohol poisoning. And he was mm-hmm. they tried to strangle him as well. So
1: so now a lot of these crimes, I mean, obviously they were done off like the side of the freeway then, huh? Well, I mean, it sounds like a couple were at his home or a few maybe, but and do it at home, or did he do it on the side of the freeway? I'm I'm wondering.
0: So that's a question. I I'm I'm sure that he did some of his apartment because of the picture mm-hmm. that they
1: found. Yeah, and in the first victim took the authorities back to his apartment.
0: Right. So, but they, some yeah. but the other ones we don't know uh we don't know because okay. but he was known to literally um he would drive through the freeway and dump his, the bodies. That's why they were all found by the freeway.
1: Yeah, and he picked up hitchhikers.
0: Right. So right. maybe
1: he did just a little bit of everything.
0: Mhm. Mhm. So then we come to Terry Lee Gamble, which was the 25 year old that was strangled and found in Kraft's car in 1983. And this is when he got arrested.
1: Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Get him, guys. Finally, all he had to do was drive drunk.
0: After- well, Can you imagine?
1: <sighs> after all the fucking bullshit he did, Right, he pulled over for
0: driving drunk. All right. Oh, my friend is sleeping. Right? Like, yeah. I think it was. I it was another serial killer, and I'm sure you guys would know, but um, I think it was Damier. I forget his name. Dahmer. Dahmer. Yeah, that guy actually. Um, one of his victims got away, and I think he had burned his tongue with acid. I think it was, mm. and when the police, uh, you know, found the victim, he was running down the street naked. He approached the police, even with the victim, and said, oh, it's my friend. He's really drunk. Let me just take him home. And, the, you know, the police allowed him to take him,
1: you know, oh, shoot.
0: stop killing him. But, yeah, similar to that. Imagine if he would have been like, oh, it's my friend. He's super drunk. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So six years after being arrested is when he finally goes to trial. So he's waiting, just like they're getting that case together. Because think about it, you know, this is when they're trying to link all the victims to figuring out his little list and his pictures and all this stuff. So finally, six years later, he goes to trial. His trial is set for 19, in 19, 1988 and is all based on circumstantial evidence. Um, they do find um, his first victim, Joseph, and he actually testify against Mm -hmm. him in court um they actually his defense said that hey this is a really nice guy he made a mistake let me tell you all about his success let me tell you who he was and you know there's all of this is circumstantial evidence you know it's I, i you can't prove it kind of thing yeah but um he is tried for three counts of sodomy nine counts of sexual mutilation and 16 murders. Now, remember, Christy, that the list is 61 entries. But he was that's only right. able... Right. He, but he was uh, tried for 16 of the murders. So that's all they're able to link.
1: Oh, how sad.
0: Mm-hmm. So after 13 months of trial... And the most expensive trial in record of Orange County up till that day, they spent over $2 million <gasps> trying him. Mm-hmm. No way. Right, because he made it like he, everything that he was, um, that they would say, because it was all circumstantial, but it was a really difficult um, trial. Mm-hmm. So they spent a lot of money. It's the most expensive at the time of Orange County. Wow. Mm-hmm. So after 13 months, juries deliberated, and into 11 days after, they found Randy guilty and sentenced him to death. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Fuera! Fuera! (laughs) Death row in San Quentin. And was later, they accused them of eight more murder cases, but charges were never filed. But um, they, they added more uh, cases into his, like wh- who else they believed he had killed.
1: Yeah, because he had a lot more entries than that.
0: Mm-hmm. But those cases never made it into trial. He was just accused of them. Um, yes. In 2000, his death penalty was upheld by the Supreme Court, luckily, because he really fought that. Mm-hmm. Detectives believe. That his count in reality is up to sixty-seven victims. Cause some of the people on the list, they it it pronounced for two people. Kinda like short friend and tall friend kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, oh mm-hmm. my god. Right? What the fuck? He denies of being guilty of anything.
1: Oh, come on. You're mm-hmm. so hot, red-handed. You know, that's the thing that kills me, girl. Why don't Mm -hmm. they just, they're already got death row. Can you just tell us, everybody, like, just tell us, just, just spill it, guys. Mm -hmm. If any, is the most fucked up person in the Orange County, maybe. I don't know. But it just really eats at me how they take that shit to the grave. And they just, like, you know, some people are never found. It's never brought to justice. It's it's Mm -hmm.
0: No, it's really sad. I mean, they could, they're going to spend the rest of their life or they're going to get killed. Why not? You know, say where the but rest I, of them
1: It's are. like that's their thrill, you know. That's like their last, like, fuck you guys. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, on your way out.
0: Right, right. He's still there. He's still alive. He's still in death row right now.
1: In San Quentin?
0: He's,
1: he's still San there.
0: Quentin. Yeah, he's still <gasps> there. Sure. Well, Christy, since you say that, my dear.
1: <gasps> okay, let me get my pen. Let me get his um identification number.
0: Don't worry. You don't have to number. do that. You don't have to do that and for any of our listeners if they're interested in talking to him you go, can go yeah you can go into sellpals.com and he actually not too long ago posted something online that he wants to find um, a pen pal to to talk to <laughs> Yeah
1: I'm sorry anyone doing that
0: You know in the description it's a photo of him he it's his name randy uh, he describes himself he says he's uh good he's in good physical condition he says he's not one of those old people he you know he stays young mind he likes to read he likes to do crossword puzzles
1: well yeah because he's smart
0: <laughs> uh, and he's in prison that's all you guys that. yeah that's all you can do um he says that a lot of the people a lot of people do reach out to him but all they want is a souvenir a letter from him they're all kind of weird and they um he want he said he says i wonder if there is sincere people out there (laughs) he says wow he's coming from
1: the guy that tranquilized a bunch of men
0: all right but he's not guilty remember he says he's not guilty my god he's open to talking to anybody even if they're gay or straight he is open to any relationship yeah
1: all right
0: so most well, of my... i mean
1: now that he's behind bars i guess you know he won't kill anybody
0: else right right but you know he lives pretty well and you know most people i don't know how well you could say compared to us but you know he has internet tv his own cell I bet people his his down. House. What is that?
1: I bet people sponsor his ass. Like, you don't think they like send him money? Like, oh my
0: god, Randy. Maybe, maybe, yeah.
1: Well, if he has all that,
0: um, it could be. I mean, you wanted to talk to him. I don't know. Later on, you're gonna be telling me <laughs> your pen pal. <towel>. what? <laughs> oh
1: my god, should I write him a letter?
0: I don't know. Maybe. Go for I'll it, put girl. Up a
1: survey. If you guys, okay, if you guys vote yes. I promise I will write to him.
0: Oh, right? I'm pushing that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and
1: I don't break my promises. I mean, I don't think so. I'll let you guys know. But I promise if you guys do your survey, I'm, I'm going to put it up there. I'm going to tell you guys this, into this episode. And if we get yeses, I will write to Mr. Randy Kraft.
0: All right. That is a promise, guys. Answer those surveys. <laughs> So most of my information, Christy, was obtained from uh, a couple podcasts. I heard a Killer Jobs Serial Killer podcast, um, episode 56 of Randy Kraft, (laughs) Jensen and Holes, uh, The Murder Squad dancing they,
1: halls welcome to the stage yes the, you know Love it's pretty interesting we, i didn't know they did an episode on this
0: yeah they did it was recent
1: oh, long i gotta too. check that out i uh-huh. like them mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. you know what's interesting about them is that they talk about him but they are also trying to find new victims that they can you know how they ask for help they're trying yeah, because to they help.
1: they are current they are actively trying to solve cases right? yeah so yeah, they're, they're
0: awesome with the story, they're actually trying to see if they can encode, like, you know, find out other victims that are, you know, in the list that Randy has and link them to wow. other victims that haven't been yet identified. Wow. Mm-hmm. I found also information on YouTube with the scorecard killer with Bailey, which is the the one that Yvette loves so much, The.
1: Scissors. Yep.
0: Yeah. uh wikipedia murderpedia and thought.com um yeah guys and that is the story of randy craft and
1: we're gonna clink clink and i'm not clinking to randy but i'll clink to a westminster you know alumni we're not all crazy guys. Some of We're us not. you know, are still saving lives by sitting on our couch and um recording this podcast.
0: <laughs> yes, guys. So please don't forget to say yes to Christy's survey so she writes to him and see what we get from that.
1: I've never written to um <laughs> and good. allegedly. Well no, he was convicted, so I guess he's not allegedly.
0: Uh, um, yeah. He was yeah, guys,
1: I hope you enjoyed the story. This was great, Nia. Thank you so much. Thank
0: you. It was a rough one, but it was definitely worth... Um, I, I've wanted to research him for a long, long time since high school. I mean, maybe not yes. that long time ago. Six, seven years ago. What is it, Christy?
1: <laughs> well, you know, we graduated, what, 2017?
0: 2017. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're all doing your math.
1: <laughs> Please rate, review, subscribe on spotify follow us and if you're listening on itunes please hit those five stars take a few moments to write a review we greatly appreciate it now you worked really hard on this episode i can tell because i know when she doesn't
0: (laughs) (laughs) and don't forget to press that yes on that Chrissy survey so she can all right guys we'll talk to you guys next time